Good afternoon and welcome to the Friday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll hear from Chicken Farmers of Canada. And up first in today's country comment, we'll be joined by Manitoba NDP egg critic Diljeet Brar. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Manitoba's NDP party is calling for Crown land payment suspensions to help farmers deal with the COVID-19 crisis. I caught up with egg critic Diljeet Brar. I got a chance to talk to so many beef producers uh, uh, during the previous week and a week before that. Uh, due to COVID-19 outbreak, you know, uh, at the processing plants, it has impacted uh, our livestock producers to a great extent. And, and it's published now. In supply chains, either slowed down or almost stopped in some cases. Auction marts are not getting any buyer. Sales are happening. The prices are very low. Uh, the producers tell that they are losing maybe 200 300 or even $400 per cow if they have to sell them to pay their bills. So if they decide to keep them on farm till the prices go back to normal, then they need to feed them, right? So the producers are losing money in all situations. And when you talk about uh, uh, the crown land lease increases, that's even hard to face. So many producers, like one of the producers says, the new crown land changes were announced after the provincial elections, right? And, and that was a shock for them to hear. So it really felt like the government purposely imposed this on them, hoping to just drive them out of the area. So they're, they're concerned. They're, they're not sure how, how they're going to pay their bill this year, and never mind next year's increase. And some of the producers who were paying, just, just as an example, a producer who was paying uh, almost $30,000 um, uh, is now, after the increase, they're paying over 50000 So the producers are so much stressed, and they are trying to give their land back to the government, and which is not easy. So the producers, they fail to understand how Manitoba will benefit by destroying small businesses. The producers, I mean, one of the producers said, I'm ashamed to admit that I voted for this government. So this is the state of the affairs. So I strongly suggest to this government to roll back the Crown Land Lease rates right now. And I would urge the Minister of Agriculture and Resource and Development to commit to this and announce this rollback to save our livestock industry at the time when it's urgently needed. Otherwise, we would uh, we would damage this livestock industry, and we would damage these small farms and and these community farms who are who are depending upon these crown lands and their livestock operations for hundreds of years. Outstanding, uh, outstanding crown land rent. Would you also like to see that deferred? Yes, why not? It could be credited back because so, some of the producers, they have already paid their bills, right? And they're in economic stress. So, and, and the most important thing is this is 
this is controlled by the province. So the province doesn't need to talk to somebody else to take this decision. It's right there in their hands. That was Manitoba NDP egg critic Diljeet Brar. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. Manitoba NDP critic Diljeet Brar doesn't understand why the province has decided to lay off workers at Manitoba Agricultural Services Corporation. He says farmers still have a need for the service regardless of the COVID-19 situation. Cutting budget to a crown corporation, it's unfortunate. It would impact the services that our producers are availing for so many years. If you talk about insurance claims, and if you relate it to COVID-19, this pandemic does not impact the weather patterns, right? It won't impact the harm the animals are doing to crops. Brar says the reduction in service at mask is just another thing for farmers to worry about. The federal government has launched a $100 million agriculture and food business solutions fund to support companies through unexpected business disruptions such as COVID-19. Launched in partnership with Calgary-based Forage Capital, the fund is set up to provide companies with the financial stability and flexibility they need to rebuild their business models during challenging times. Farm Credit Canada is the sole investor in the fund. And the Canadian Canola Growers Association is dealing with a backlog of cash advance applications. Dave Gallant is Director of Finance and Operations. We are behind right now. We're seeing normal volumes in the springtime for farmers applying for advances. And uh, our goal right now is to get through that backlog over the next two to three weeks. Gallant says they were non-operational for a couple of weeks as employees transitioned to working from home. CCGA is the largest administrator of the cash advance program in the country. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Friday, May 15th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt. Saskatchewan's Agriculture Minister David Merritt announced additional funding yesterday to help livestock producers manage the impacts and market disruptions associated with COVID-19. Here is his statement. This funding will include $5 million for Saskatchewan's share of the costs associated with participation in the National Agri-Recovery Set-Aside Program. This funding will also include $5 million to partially offset higher premium costs under the Western Livestock Price Insurance Program. We know our livestock sector is under tremendous pressure and today's funding will help ensure our producers have the support they require during this unprecedented period. With today's announcement, Saskatchewan will fully fund the 40% provincial contribution to the Agri-Recovery Set-Aside Program announced on May 5th by the federal government. Saskatchewan livestock producers will now be able to access a total of $12.5 million in joint provincial federal funding under the Set-Aside Program. The set-aside program will help compensate producers for the cost of holding market-ready cattle back until supply more evenly matches reduced demand and processing capacity. Saskatchewan will consult with industry to finalize the details of the set-aside program. However, the final design of any programming will need to be developed in conjunction with the federal government, western provinces, and of course the industry stakeholders. Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation will administer the set-aside program And Saskatchewan is also taking action to address the increased cost of livestock price insurance. The premiums under the Western Livestock Price Insurance Program have increased significantly 
since the end of February due to the uncertainty of COVID-19. To address these high premiums, Saskatchewan will provide $5 million to offset the cost of Western Livestock Price Insurance Program to producers. The provincial government will provide 40% of the increased premium cost retroactive to February 25, 2020. In addition, the deadline for obtaining cap price insurance uh, through the Western Livestock Price Insurance Program is being extended from May 28, 2020 to June 18, 2020. These premium adjustments will be in place until September 1, 2020, when the provincial government will re- review it and reassess. I, continue to, I will continue to urge the federal government to support the livestock sector by contributing the remaining 60% of increased premium costs. I also want to bring to attention the fact that Prime Minister Trudeau indicated that the announcement on, on May 5th will be an initial investment and that if we need to add more, they will. So we will hold the federal government to that. Uh, we eagerly await the additional supports of the federal government as in, indicated and will be forthcoming. That was Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt yesterday announcing additional funding to assist livestock producers manage the impacts and market disruptions associated with COVID-19. Joining us now is Lisa Bishop Spencer. She's the Director of Brand and Communications for Chicken Farmers of Canada. Welcome to the Prime Minister's government announcement regarding the financial support for agriculture and ag food. Um, on the other hand, Canada's farmers, chicken farmers in particular, believe that the government doesn't really understand what they need to mitigate the specific impacts that are being caused by COVID. Chicken farmers have lowered production. Um, can you tell us uh, about that and why that was done? Sure. Um, in order to better manage uh, the current situation, the fact is that 40% of our our production goes to food service. And with food service being impacted so heavily by COVID, um, you know, we have seen an increase at retail, but it's not enough to fill that gap. So in order to uh, ensure that we're, you know, supplying Canadians with enough chicken to meet the needs of the market, we've decided, our board of directors got together and decided that they would lower their production by 12.6% nationally for May and June, and then again by 11% for July and August. And this would allow the concerns of our value chain partners to be addressed and also to give the system a little bit more breathing room. Are uh, chicken farmers expecting um, compensation for this? We're not expecting any compensation for the lowering of production. That's on us. We'll take care of that ourselves. But the issue does arise with the potential of having to depopulate flocks. So what we're asking for is a commitment to cover both the value of the birds and the costs related to any required depopulations as a result of COVID-19. We haven't had to depopulate any flocks yet. We've been able to avoid that by rerouting birds when plants have had to close because of COVID. Um, But the unpredictability of this virus really means that closures and depopulations remain a real risk for us and the plans that are existing for, gov- for, for government for chicken farmers fall far short of covering those losses. And another issue you're dealing with is the uh, CPTPP deal. Um, can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, back in 2018, we were told that we would be expecting some full and fair support for the deal that was um, signed, ratified under the Canadian, um, sorry, the uh, CPTPP. And what we, we've been waiting for that support for some time. So 
With that, plus, you know, no clear decisions on COVID support, we, you know, we don't want to be dealing with these losses for years to come. That was Lisa Bishop-Spencer with Chicken Farmers of Canada. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to the farm desk at goldenwestradio.com. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Crops of Palooza 2020 scheduled for July in Carberry has been cancelled. Brandon's Manitoba Summer Fair has been cancelled. Also cancelled is the Red River Exhibition and the 66th Manitoba Threshermen's Reunion and Stampede. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Friday afternoon. Manitoba's Open Farm Day, scheduled for September, has been cancelled due to COVID-19. I got the details from Marlene Baskerville. She's the Executive Director with the Manitoba Association of Agricultural Societies. Basically, we followed the, uh, uh, the um, workings of the, what, the health department, you know, the directions from the health department, and uh, the fact that we, you know, Gatherings were not to be uh, done and all this sort of stuff. We've also followed, because we are working with the Manitoba Association of Ag Societies, we have a number of agricultural societies, and I've been watching them cancel here and there all the time. We now have over 20, over 30 fairs that have canceled in this, this summer already. And just seeing the, the effect that COVID-19 has had on and the concerns that people have in terms of becoming part of a gathering uh, it was just felt that in partnership with our um, our funding partners we just couldn't uh, couldn't in all honesty be uh, comfortable in uh, going on with it now um, tell us a little bit about I guess what was planned um, how many farms did you have uh, signed up this year well, we we're in the midst of our sign-up process now. As of the end of the end of uh, April, we had 26 uh, host sites signed up, which is about half of what we would usually have. Last year, we had 50 host sites, and so we would we would uh, we're hoping for that many and probably more. But we cut off the applications and we cut off the. Um, the uh, far, the whole sites from uh, applying f- to be a be part of the open farm day. Tell us a little bit about um, the event. You know what on a normal year what it's about, <clears throat> and um, I guess what what some of these farms might miss out on this year. Well, open farm day is an opportunity for host sites, and it can be farms, it can be businesses, and anything related to agriculture. We've got uh, a number of host sites in various uh, sectors of the agriculture industry that open their doors to the general population to help consumers understand and to learn and to participate in where their food comes from. And they can come and ask questions. They can uh, they can uh, talk to the people that are farming. They can see some of the history of agriculture. They can see what the, some of the businesses uh, accomplish and what they're they're about and how they provide assistance to the production of agri- of the food in in Manitoba, and all of those things. So it's an opportunity for people just to get out and enjoy the uh, rural. Uh, landscape if they're from the city or just to visit with their neighbors and find out a little more about a portion of the industry they might not be as familiar with. I guess planning is underway for next year then or? Well at this point in time we will have a bit of a hiatus on planning for next year. 
there will be certainly it'll be a new normal for sure because we will have to look at what sort of um, procedures would need to be in place, what what needs to happen, but we certainly will be looking at options and what uh, could possibly happen next year. That was Marlene Baskerville with the Manitoba Association of Agricultural Societies talking to us today about Open Farm Day being cancelled later this year. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. Layoffs at Manitoba Agricultural Services Corporation is creating concern for Manitoba NDP ag critic Diljeet Brar. He says despite COVID-19, farmers still require the services that MASK provides. It does not impact any other happenings at the farm that damage any crop. So why is this cut coming at this point of time when our producers are already suffering due to other reasons, due to cash flow issues, due to uh, livestock plant processing uh, plant closures and so on. So this would be another stress added to our farmers' head. Mask is being required to reduce its workforce expenses by 20% as part of the province's effort to cut spending during the COVID-19 pandemic. And farmers applying for the cash advance program may have to wait longer than normal to get approved. Dave Gallant is Director of Finance and Operations with the Canadian Canola Growers Association. It's fair to say that you know a number of advances are taking four weeks. There are some that have been taking maybe up to five weeks. We're hoping to turn that back around to the one-week turnaround time that farmers are used to. But again, we've got to work through the pile of, of advances that we were sitting on from early April now to make sure that we get through all of those. Glantz says they were non-operational for a couple of weeks as employees transitioned to working from home. He's hoping to see the application backlog cleared up over the next couple of weeks. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwestradio.com. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here on Monday, starting at 12 noon.